Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are back in the land of Swift. And we are back with Zoop. And while this is recorded at Christmas, when it comes out, I don't know. So pretend it's Christmas, even if it's not. Anyhow. There's some... We were told there is some very nice things to get in a snowbound cabin near Hawklaw. And I'm going there right now. Visit a snowbound cabin. A small log cabin snits, sits atop a snow-draped hill at the edge of a wintry forest. A flickering orange glow can be seen through the cabin's windows and a steady trail of grey smoke streams out of its chimney. An icy, well-trodden path winds its way up the hillside, ending at the cabin door. A sign, covered in snow, stands at the foot of the path. Well, let's look at this sign first. You clear away the snow and ice. Covering the signs will be a warning emblazoned in large black letters. Slippery. Watch your step. Let's climb the paths of the cabin. You're standing at the top of this snow-covered hill, directly in front of the small log cabin. An icy, well-trodden path descends from here to the base of the hill. An orange, flickering glow of fire animates from the cabin's windows and a steady stream of wood smoke pours from its stone chimney. The cabin door, painted in red and white stripes, stands slightly ajar. A trio of silver bows dangling on a string just above the door, chime in unison with every gust of wind that crosses the foot of the hilltop. Enter the cabin. You pull open the cabin door and eagerly cross the threshold. Stepping out into the bitter cold and into the opening warmth of this curious abandoned abode. A large fireplace dominates almost the entire wall of this small cabin. Its carved mantle strewn with a more manner of festive bits and baubles. Baubles. Let's look at this carved mantle. The solid oak mantle is engraved with a scene that depicts a snowy village beneath a starry sky. Let's look close at the snowy village. The card village is comprised of a dozen small houses surrounding a towering first view of the small houses. Going from left to right, the snow-covered roof of each house bears a cute engraved number from 1 to 12. Curiously, only an engraved house has a door. Look at the door. As you're leaning close to examine the door, carrying the twelfth house, the sound of something small a solid landing on the floor near your feet reaches your ears. 
Okay, something's landed at my feet. Just from looking at things, but like carved mantle, snowy village, fir tree. The towering fir tree was black with on with ornaments and stands of glittering icicles. All twelve rat bosses, each tied with them and topped with a bow west beneath the tree. Alright, let's keep looking. Snowy village. Fir tree and it ends there. Snowy village. Small houses. Door. You need to examine the door card the twelve house and notice it's slightly ajar. Okay, what is this black pouch lying at your feet? A dancing glow of fire floods the cabin's cosy interior, splashing splashing off the simple furnishing and highlighting twelve colourfully wrapped square boxes heaped in one corner. Let's start examining the black pouch lying at our feet. Despite its cover, the black pouch contains a small quantity of adventure tokens, which you promptly acquire. That's ten adventure tokens. Admittedly, if we hadn't just, just had the old Wheel of Cubes things, that would be a lot. And I guess it still is. Okay, open one of the whack boxes. The trove. The twelve colourfully wrapped boxes rest in the floor in the corner. The vibrant hues are scented by the flickering glow of the fire. You can unwrap and open one box every day. Which box will it be today? Wrapped in platinum paper, tied with orange ribbon, silver, blue ribbon, verdant turquoise ribbon, turquoise purple ribbon, black, yellow ribbon, violet tea ribbon, blue, blue silver ribbon. Green paper, grey ribbon, crimson paper, crimson ribbon, grey paper, green ribbon, red paper, verdant ribbon, ribbon, and yellow paper, white ribbon. You know what? I think these might just be randomly generated. I'll just start at the stop. Start at the top. Platinum paper tied with an orange ribbon. Seizing the wrapped box, you savagely tear off the plasma paper and the orange ribbon, tossing the squivelled remains aside. Then, frightening further, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a pouch containing a small quantity of adventure tokens, six of them. The cloth pouch also contains a tiny, tiny sum of gold, that's 500 gold, and a tiny jagged shard of red and white striped candy. It's candy shard. This tiny red and white striped shard of card candy sure looks delicious, but it's too small to eat. And likely intended to serve some other purpose. Mm. I'm guessing over the 12 days we'll get... The shards will combine into something. You scoop up the paper, ribbon and tour box and toss the colourful refuse into the opposite corner. The large fireplace dominates. Yeah. And here we are. A bit of torn paper and relics of a destroyed box west in the opposite corner of the room. Okay, so we got to come back tomorrow to open another one. A frigid breath of frigid 
A breath of frigid air sweeps past Jenny into the bone. She step back from the wintry world outside the cabin. Descend the path. You cross to make your way down the icy track towards the base of the hill, taking care with every step not to lose your footing. As you pass a handful of fellow adventurers making their way up to the cabin, momentarily pause to exchange seasonal pleasantries before continuing the somewhat arduous ascent. Last, having made it safely to the bottom, you briefly glance back at the cabin, prepared to set off on your way. Alright. To Hawklaw, to save. And I'll pause it for now and continue it tomorrow, just seeing what we get. Alright, and it's another day. Time to open another package. I'm at the bottom of the hill with a cabin on top. Climb up to the cabin. And I'll go get uh, now, let's enter the cabin. Tree of silver bells jingling. You pull open the cabin door and eagerly cross the threshold, stepping out of the bitter cold and into the open warmth of this curious, isolated abode. Now, I've already made some mess here. And there's only 11 packages left. Does anything happen? Look at the small houses again. No, it's slightly ajar. I almost had a suspicion that it would go 12th, 11th, 10th, 9th and so on. But no, no, that, that's, that's probably too much. Uh, open one of the wet packages. Uh, well, I've got 11. I might as well start at the top. Silver paper tied with a blue ribbon. Alright, seizing the wet. Seizing the wet pops, you savagely tear off the silver paper and blue ribbon, tossing their shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you weep open the hidden, previously hidden box and discover a half of a silver wing. Let's have a look at that now. This is one half of a hefty silver wing. Strange arcane symbols are engraved along the outer face of the band. I assume once I get the other half, I'll have a pretty nifty wing. A pouch containing a small quantity of venture tokens, that's four. And a pouch containing a tidy sum of gold, that's 250. A tiny jagged shard of red and white striped candy, that's a candy shard. This, uh, this tiny red and white striped shard of hard candy sure looks delicious but it's too small to eat oh mm. you haven't discovered the magic of nibbling that's when you bite your food into the tiniest portions imaginable so tiny you take off about a millimeter cubed and then everything looks like more food and likely intended to but it's too small to eat and likely intended to, to serve some other purpose. Alright, I've got two of those now. I think maybe, who knows, maybe when I get four, something will happen. 
and silver wing half okay so you can I've got four different things so it's a bit bit random how much stuff you get you scoop up the paper ribbon and torn box and toss the colorful refuge into the opposite corner hey zoop recycle or at least put it in a bin if recycling hasn't been invented yet oh, I'm sure it's the middle ages so they recycle by default because they can't make because making new stuff is a really huge pain yes And then we can go back tomorrow. Oh, Christmas Day. And that is that for now. And now we are on to day three. This is recorded on actual Christmas Day, although of course will be released substantially later. Well, time to climb the path to the cabin once again. You're standing at the top of the snow-covered hill, directly in front of the small log cabin, and I see a well-trodden path descends from here to the base of the hill. The orange, flickery glow of a fire animates from the cabin's windows, and a steady steam of, stream of wood smoke fills out of its stone chimney. The cabin door, painted with red and white stripes, stands slightly ajar. Stop beeping, you silly thing. The trio of silver bells dangling from a string just above the door, street chiming unison with every gust of wind that crosses the hilltop. Jingle, 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 jingle. Enter the cabin. You pull open the cabin door and eagerly cross to the threshold. Stepping out of the bitter cold and into the opening warmth of this curious, isolated abode. A large fireplace dominates almost an entire wall of the small cabin. Its carved mantel, which we have looked at before, stone with all manner of festive bits and baubles. A dancing glow of fire floods the cabin's cozy interior, splashing off the simple furnishings and highlighting ten colourfully wrapped square boxes heaped in one corner. So that's two gone. A pile of torn paper and remnants of two boxes a bit at the opposite corner and that's where they went open another wax pocket box box number three it, re it really doesn't doesn't matter what box you pick let's attack attack one in black paper tied with the yellow ribbon seizing the wrapped box you savagely tear off the black paper and yellow ribbon, tossing their shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a ragged note that claims you have been rewarded one thousand swift coins. Oh, 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 it's a, the one time bonus 
1,000 swift coins has already been applied to get... Ah, oh, of course, of course. I, I got it on another character first. Uh, yeah, I, I get why you do that, Matt. <laughs> After all, this, this get, getting these coins is your... Probably your main source of income. But still. Okay. Okay, okay, it makes sense. Oh, I got on another, but anyway, the Swift Coins. The Swift Coins, you spend in the Adventure Shop, and you buy packages. You only get 1,000, so something you can buy is the Yule Log 1, which is golden. A sweet, magical golden log of untold potency and amazing cheer. The first of seven wondrous woos. Seven. Special limited iron Christmas twenty twenty two package. We can look at it. And it gets you one MR two SP and a three percent Yule Tiled Battle Valor ability, three percent chance of storing one to two additional points of damage on each successful melee attack in combat, so more which is a big deal, really. Considering usually you max usually reach the max of your damage output pretty pretty often when you drink from the golden yule log you may select one of your skills or powers that's below level 40 and immediately advance that skill power to level 40 you may also opt to forego this special bonus if you wish like if you're already above 40 we feel like training up slowly. Or you don't really like advancing your characters with with packages. And you get a super duper witness. Seven of these packages. It's increasingly powerful. Increasingly more expensive. And you get more. You get a super wing. 25 MR. 25 SP. 5 animal spirit. Survival bonuses, transmutable for a lot. What else could you get for that? 100 Swift Coins. Which is, which is quite prudently all you can get in these packages. Right, let's see. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Most of them are more than that. There's a myth glyph of a nice cave for 500 swift coins. And that's two stamina points. And various behind the scenes effects. That's any others. Scrolly, 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 because there's, there's a lot available right now, because it's Christmas. And, well, GM's got a, you know. Buy, buy things. Misgriff Bulging Weight Sack. That's 650. And that's 1 MR, 1 SP, 1 Neville Reserve. Pretty big deal, really. Huh. And it coordinate and it combines with other misglyphs and bonuses. But I'm going to assume you only have 1,000. Alright. 
scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, there's a Scarabring. That's a wing. Uh, pretty mediocre stats, but transmutable for 1 MR and 1 SP. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Almost at the bottom. Okay, that seems to be all that you, all the packages that are less than a thousand Swift coins. Okay, and four ATs, very nice. One thousand gold, and a new thing, a blue crystal fragment. This thin, wedge-shaped piece of blue crystal appears to be one-seventh of a disc-shaped object. The crystal wedge sparkles brilliantly. Scoop up the paper, ribbon, torn box, and toss the colourful refuse into the opposite corner. Now come on, Zoop. Recycle. Oh, there's, there's lots of things you could do with all that stuff. Well, it's all, it's all paper, so it'll compost. Just, just sog it up, plow it into a field, it'll turn into, turn into crops eventually. And depending on the quality of the paper, you could probably just write with it. Don't know what you do with a ribbon. Well, well, just keep it around. Lots of things you could do with a little ribbon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Royal Medieval Kingdom would recycle that. No doubt about it. Colourful refuse in the opposite corner. And we're done. And so tomorrow we'll be seeing what else we can get. Alright. Well, we learned something. Um, until we meet again. And now we're on to day four. We're back at the cabin. Climb the path to the cabin. You're standing at the top of the snow-covered hill, directly in front of the small log cabin. An icy road holding path descends from here to the base of the hill. The orange flickering glow of fire animates from the cabin's windows, and a steady stream of wood smoke pours out the stone chimney. The cabin door, painted in red and white stripes, stands brightly, slightly ajar. A trio of silver bells, dangling on a string just above the door, chime in unison. With every gust of wind that crosses the hilltop into the cabin, you pull open the cabin door and eagerly cross the threshold, stepping out of the bitter cold as the opening wall of this curious, isolated abode. And we're here we are again. Let's just open one of the wrap boxes. I'll just, yeah, I'll take green paper, tied with the grey ribbon, wind in the middle. Seizing the wax box, you savagely tear off the green paper and grey ribbon, tossing their sweaty remains aside. Then, frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a pouch containing a small quantity of Avenger tokens, that's eight of them and a cloth pup bag containing a tiny tidy sum of gold, that's 1,000 gold, and a tiny jagged shard of red and white striped candy, 
which is this tiny red and white striped shard of hard candy. Sure looks delicious, but it's too small to eat and likely intended to serve some other purpose. Alright, how many candy shards have I got now? Well, this guy has three. I said it might be four you get when you end them. But who knows, who knows. You scoop, up, you scoop up the paper ribbon and tour box and toss the colourful refuse into the opposite corner. Oh, that's four things opened. And that is it. For now. And we're back to the snowbound cabin. Enter the cabin. You pull open the cabin door and eagerly cross the threshold, stepping out of the bitter cold and into the welcoming warmth of this curious isolated abode. It's just, oh, we've got eight boxes to open, four boxes opened, open one of the wet boxes. Eight colourfully wrapped boxes rest on the floor in the corner, their vibrant hue, hues extenuated by the flickering glow of the fire. You can out unwrap and open one box every day. Which box will it be today? Right, blue paper tied with a crimson rim ribbon. That's the fourth box. Seizing the wrapped box, you savagely tear off the blue paper and silver ribbon, tossing the shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box to discover a pouch containing a small quantity of adventure tokens. That's six and a cloth, cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold, that's 2,000. And a tidy, jagged shard of red and white striped candy, candy shard. How many of them do I have now? Let's just see. That's four candy shards so far. We must be getting close to finishing it. Well, we'll soon see. You scoop up the pay paper, ribbon and torn box and toss the colourful west fuse into the opposite corner. And, and we'll have to wait till tomorrow to open another one. And we're back with Zoop and back in the cabin. Which is the same as before but with slightly less packages than before because we keep opening them. We've opened five so far. Here comes number six. Wrapped in turquoise paper and tied with a purple ribbon. Here we go. Seizing the wax box, you savagely tear off the turquoise paper and purple ribbon, tossing their shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box to discover pouch containing a small quantity of adventure tokens, that's eight of them, and a cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold, 2,000, and a curious web-shaped fragment of blue crystal. This thin web-shaped piece of blue crystal appears to be one-seventh of a disc-shaped object. The crystal wedge sparkles brilliantly. You scoop up the paper, ribbon and torn box and just toss them in the corner. Well, maybe you'll clear them up at the end. Right, that's two crystal frag fragments so far. 
Gotta get seven. I don't think we're really on track. Yeah, maybe we'll find more of them in the later packages. Because we've got four candy shards. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Leave the cabin. A breath of frigid air sweeps past, turning into bone. As you step back into the wintry world outside the cabin. And descend the icy cab path. You cautiously make your way down the icy track, leading to the base of the hill, taking care with every step not to lose your footing. You pass a handful of their fellow adventurers making their way up to the cabin. Wait a minute. If fellow adventurers are making their way up, they must be opening packages, but the only packages I've seen opened are mine. Is this... Do they all... Go into their own separate cabin. Yeah, probably that. Probably that. Momentarily pause to exchange seasonal pleasantries before continuing the somewhat arduous descent. At last, having made it safely to the bottom, you briefly glance back at the cabin before preparing to set off on your way. Right, to Hawklaw, to the west. Cover, and that is it for now. It's another day later. Time to open another package to the cabin. Climbing up to the cabin, having waving at all the people on the way into the cabin. You pull open the cabin door and eagerly cross the threshold. Stepping out of the bitter cold and into the welcoming warmth of this curious, isolated abode. And it was the same as always, but now the six boxes nobody's cleaned up yet. Open one of the wrapped boxes. I've got the bottom yellow paper tied with a white ribbon. Seizing the wild box, you savagely tear off the yellow paper and white ribbon, tossing the shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you tear open the previously hidden box and discover a pouch containing a small quantity of adventure tokens. That's ten of them. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice indeed. And a cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold. That's one thousand. Okay, nothing... None of the special items this time. Like the silver wing half. Oh well. We got them all. You scoop up the paper ribbon and torn box and toss the colourful west views into the opposite corner. Oh, and I've got to wait till tomorrow to open some more. And we're back at the snowbound cabin. Let's open one of the wrapped boxes. Five colourfully wrapped boxes. Western looks on the floor in a corner. Their vibrant hues are extenuated by the flickering glow of the fire. You can unwrap and open what boxes today. What would it be today? One at the top. Wrapped in verbant paper. Tied with the turquoise ribbon. 
Seizing the wax box, you savagely tear off the verdant paper and turquoise wiz- ribbon, tossing their shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a pouch containing a small quantity of adventurer tokens. There's ten of them. Very nice, very nice. A cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold. That's 1,000 gold. A curious web-shaped fragment of blue crystal and a tiny jagged shard of red and white striped candy how many of how many of those have i got now i've got three blue crystal fragments and five candy shards you scoop up the paper ribbon and torn box and toss the colorful refuse into the opposite corner and that's it for today Ta-ta. Back to the snowbound cavern once again. Climb the path to the cabin. Enter the cabin. Look around a bit. Go in. Open one of the wrap boxes. Only four left now. Four colourfully wrapped boxes west on the floor in the corner. Their vibrant hues extenuated by a flittering glow of the fire. You can unwrap and open one box every day. Which box will it be today? Grey paper tied with the green ribbon. That's the third box. Seizing the wrap box, you savagely tear off the grey paper and green ribbon, tossing the shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a pouch containing a small quantity of adventurer tokens. That's six. A pouch containing a side tidy sum of gold. That's two thousand. A curious wedge-shaped fragment of blue crystal. It's a blue crystal fragment. This thin wedge-shaped piece of blue crystal appears to be one-seventh of a disc-shaped object. And a candy shard. This tiny red and white striped shard of hard candy looks delicious, but it's too small to eat and likely intended to serve another purpose. You scoop up the paper, ribbon and torn box and toss the colourful refuse into the opposite corner. Okay, I have six candy shards, three blue crystal fragments and one silver wing half. Okay, is that enough candy? No. A large fire... Ah, no. Well, tomorrow... We can keep looking. And that's it for now. And we're back at the snowbound cabin. We're climbing it up. Enjoying the cabin. Time to open another one of the wrapped boxes. There's just three boxes left. So I'll take crimson paper tied with the crimson ribbon. See what we get. Seizing the wrapped box, you savagely tear off the crimson paper and crimson ribbon, tossing the shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a ragged note that claims that you have been rewarded 1,000 swift coins. The one-time bonus, 1,000 swift coins, has already been applied to your account. Okay. Perhaps containing a small quantity of rent tokens, just four... 
A cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold. 2,000. Nice, nice. Not much I can really do with it with Zoop, because Zoop's already bought all the things. But it'll come in handy. For, I don't know, upgrading your residence, if nothing else. Blue crystal fragment and candy shard. How many of these do we have now? We have five crystal shut fragments and seven candy shards. Okay. Does anything happen when I press please continue? You scoop up the paper, ribbon, and tall box and toss the colourful refuse into the opposite corner, which we still haven't cleaned up. And that, that's it. That's it for now. And on the 11th day of Christmas, the GM will give to me... Well, we're just about to see. Into the cabin. Into the cabin. Let's just check any of all the... Everything's... Yeah, everything's the same. All the observation links are the same, just checking those. Open one of the white boxes, there's two left. So this is the Permultimate box of Permultimate Destiny. Wrapped in red paper with a verdant ribbon. Verdant's kind of green. I think I said this in a previous episode. Maybe the one with the eggs. Okay, seizing the wax box, you savagely tear off, tear off the red paper and verdant ribbon, tossing the sh shredded remains aside. You, you should clean up after yourself, Zoop. You should clean up after yourself. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover a pouch containing a small quantity of adventure tokens. That's eight of them, which is nice, very nice. A cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold. Just 250, not much, but well, not gonna not gonna not gonna moan about free gold unless I'm a Cyberman or something which is weak to gold. A curious web-shaped fragment of blue crystal and a tiny jagged shard of red and white striped candy. So a blue crystal fragment candy shard. You scoop up the paper, ribbon and torn box and toss the colourful refuse into the opposite corner. Now, is that enough to finish something? We'll find out now. Nope. Nope, not enough to finish something, so... Oh, we don't even have... Do we even have the silver wing half? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, hmm. This is kind of unlucky for Zoop. He's got to the 11th day and hasn't got anything. We've got eight candy shards, six crisp blue crystal fragments, and one wing calf. 
Alright. I guess tomorrow we'll have to get everything. So it'll be quite a day tomorrow. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. It is now the twelfth and final day of Christmas. Time to get the last packages. Climb the path to the cabin. You're standing at the top of the snow-covered hill, directly in front of the small log cabin. An icy, well-trodden path descends from here to the base of the hill. The orange, flickering glow of the fire animates from the cabin's windows, and a steady stream of wood smoke pours out of this stone chimney. The cabin door, painted red, with red and white stripes, stands slightly ajar. A trio of silver bells, dangling on a string just above the door, chime in unison with every gust of wind that wind wind that crosses the hilltop. I don't have any little bells to wing, so you'll just have to imagine that yourself. Now, enter the cabin. Yeah, in the cabin. Open the last of the wrapped boxes, which means it has to be wrapped in violet paper, tied with a teal ribbon. What will we get? <coughs> Probably a lot of nice things. Seizing the wrapped box, you savagely tear off the, the violet paper and teal ribbon, tossing their shredded remains aside. Then, with frightening feather, you whip open the previously hidden box and discover half a silver wing. Good, finally got the other half. is one half of a hefty silver wing. Strange arcane symbols are engraved along the outer face of the band. A pouch containing a small quantity of venture tokens, that's ten of them. And a cloth bag containing a tidy sum of gold, that's five hundred. And a blue crystal fragment. I think that, that brings that to nine. I mean seven, isn't it? Let's just see... Scrolling, yep, we got seven now, so some nice things should happen now. Just pressing suddenly without warning, a thick column of red and green smoke rises up out of the floor in the center of the cabin. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance and keep your gaze frozen on the billowing smoke, fearful of what devilry its appearance might portend. Seconds later, a diminutive, green-skinned goblin clad in red and white steps out of the smoke and greets you with a fiendish smile. I guess it's Santa Claus or something. With, with a W. <laughs> the smoke instantly dissipates, leaving your own only wispy strands floating air. VWK, is it? No, no, sorry. I'm quite mistaken. He says, snarling every other word. You must be Zoop. Of course you are. Who else could you be? Here, give me those crystal bits and make it quick. Put off by the festively clad goblin's somewhat abrupt manner, you opt to bite your tongue and simply hand him the seven blue crystal fragments. The goblin studies the pieces for nearly a minute before nodding. All seven, he says, grinning menacingly. 
I don't know, don't know how a lummox like you managed it. There you are. And here they are. Well done, I suppose. In all the ways that commonly matter. A, a sudden, dazzling flash of blue light erupts from the crystal pieces in the goblin's hands, forcing you to avert your eyes. When you look back, only a split second later, the leering figure is holding aloft a sparkling blue crystal amulet. Dangling from a silver chain. Here, catch, he cries, tossing the amulet. Do you deftly slap Jared at the air? I now have a blue crystal amulet. Let's have a closer look at it. It's transmutable. So you get a slurp stats out of it, even if you don't equip it. It's got 12 MR, 12 SP, 3 Neville Reserve. It gives one aura and one mind. Which doesn't matter as much because most characters have 20 in everything. And even Sir Crokiton has 20 in those stats. Oh, and one survival Arkandor. This snowflake shaped amulet is comprised of seven equally sized crystals of sparkling blue. Equally sized wedges of sparkling blue crystal. The amulet is affixed to a glittering silver chain. A small silver plate affixed to the back of the amulet is engraved with the phrase Swift Christmas 2022. Might as well equip that right now. Raising my stats. Oh, wait. Hmm. How does it compare to the amulet of ants? Oh, it's slightly better. Because you get an NV as well. Alright, okay. Bye bye, amulet of ants. That's Appropriate as you are, considering my profile pic. Uh, where, 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 where is it? So, right at the bottom of the the neck armor list. Really should start storing some more things. Because it's taking quite a while to scroll through everything, especially through the wings. So many wings. Now, if you want to know what it's for, it's... Before you can finish, finish speaking, the fur-clad goblin begins to fade from view in a shimmering haze of red, green and red. The last thing you see before he completely vanishes is the goblin's leering, fang-filled grin. And another suddenly! Without warning, a thick column of red and green smoke rises to the floor in the centre of the cabin. You instinctively draw yourself into defensive stance and keep your gaze frozen on the billowing smoke. Fearful of what devilry. His appearance is likely to portent. Seconds later, diminutive green green-skinned goblin, clad in red and white fur, steps out from the smoke and greets you with a quick bow. The smoke instantly dissipates, leaving only wispy strands floating there. Haven't we met before, he says, snarling every other word. Perhaps not. You must be Zope. Yes, I'm quite sure that's your name. Give me those wing pieces. Don't take too long. Doing your best to ignore the goblin's unpleasant demeanour, you hand him the two wing pieces. The goblin studies the pieces for several seconds before nodding. All seems to be in order, he says, grinning fiendishly. This won't take but a moment. The goblin 
A sudden, dazzling flash of blue light erupts from the wing pieces in the goblin's hands, forcing you to avert your eyes. When you look back, only a split second later, the leering creature is holding aloft the hefty silver wing. Here, catch it, he cries, tossing you the wing, which manages to snatch out of the air. It's the wing of joy. You can tell it's joy because it gives you 16 MR, 8 SP and 2 Neville Reserve. Which is a cause for joy at all times. Especially since it's transmutable. So even if you've got Uber Wings for one of those Kickstarter packages or something, you could still get stronger and get bigger numbers. And everyone likes bigger numbers. This hefty enchanted silver wing is made out of the two hearts you discovered tucked away in the wrapped packages in the cabin. Strange arcane symbols are engraved across the wing's face. When you slip swing onto your finger, an intense feeling of joy washes over you and lingers long after the initial wash. The phrase Swift Christmas 22 is engraved upon the inside of the band. Well, let's equip it. What to remove? Hmm. We've got the Seeking Wing. Hmm, maybe that. <coughs> How about the Blood Sky Wing? That's 11. No, 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 no. I want to keep that. I think, yeah. All right. Seeking Wing. You can be gone. And then equip the Wing of Joy. That gets me a couple more Neville Reserve. Right, what, what was the what was it? The seeking wing again. Seeking, seeking, seeking. Oh, my SPs went down, but I got more Neville reserve. Fair enough, fair enough. Neville reserves worth quite a bit more than SP. If you like a word of warning, I'll say that. Says the goblin thingy, and then before he finishes speaking, the fur-clad goblin begins to fade from view. In a shimmering haze of green and red. The last thing you see before it completely vanishes is a goblin's leering, fang filled grin. Sadly, there are no more gifts to open. A breath of frigid air sweeps past, chilling you to the bone. You step back to the world outside the cabin. Suddenly. Ooh, a third suddenly in a row! Woohoo! That's so many suddenlies. Hey, you. Over here. Startled by the low, somewhat menacing voice, you turn to the right and behold a tall, lanky man clad in red and white finery, his head topped by a weather-stained, wide-wimmed leather hat leaning up against the cabin. Oh, it's the GM himself. I suppose the looting is done, is it? He quips, his face concealed in the shadow of his hat. Well, not quite. There's one more thing for you. And only for you. And every other player. <laughs> but they're all in their own separate universes. Except for the multiplayer battles. And pulling the levers in... In in the 
in Tarbog. But otherwise, and and knowing that the other people are there in the adventures recently here, but otherwise, we never encounter each other. The man reaches into his leather bag, rope to his waist, and retrieves a small, flat object wrapped in red and green paper. I hope you enjoy it, he says, handing you a little bottle. Go on, open it! You carefully remove the wrapping, a surprise to find you uncover a crudely shaped paleo bread man cookie. The green, red and white icing decorating the small confection is somewhat smudged, lending the diminutive connection a somewhat muddled a co- muddled, somewhat pathetic appearance. Yeah. That little fellow comes with an interesting choice. You can eat it now or carry it with you. If you opt to carry it with you, you can not to carry it with you, become as hard as stone. Never again have the chance to eat it. The man in the hat fully details you to two options regarding the cookie. If you eat the cookie, you receive a permanent plus three bonus to the stat of your choosing. Miller rating, stamina points or never reserve. You decide to keep the cookie and carry it with you, you receive a permanent plus one bonus to Miller rating, stamina points and never reserve. So, it's actually a, well... So what is it to be? He asked conspicuously, adjusting the wide brim of his leather hat to keep his eyes hidden from view. Mm. Do I keep the cookie or eat the cookie? Because you can't eat your cookie and have your cookie. It's not like cake. You can have your cake and eat it too because some cakes are really big. So you can eat a bit of the cake and then have more cake. But with a cookie, the cookie's not big enough for that. It's have it or eat it. Have it or eat it. I'll have it. Alright, decide to keep the cookie and carry it with you. Yes. He's not a bad little fellow. He says the man, the hint of a smile tracing the lip, just keep him with you. And he'll benefit from by the sheer tyranny of his indomitable spirit. They really are remarkable in that way. Paleo bread man cookie. It's, yep, yep, and one MRSPNR. This small paleo, this small stone hard cookie resembles a paleo bread man. Through the smoked green, red and white icing leads to confection a muddled, indistinct appearance. Alright. Hatted man, as if having intimate knowledge of your possessions, holds his hands and asks to see the eight candy shards you've collected. Suddenly, glad you decided not to disturb the tiny little jaggy candy bits or eat them. I know I'll be tempted because it's candy! <laughs> you hand them over to him, watch as he sprinkles them into snow at his feet. The man then reaches into the snow and retrieves an extremely tiny candy cane, apparently formed out of the eight shards. He quickly looks over the hook-shaped sweet before tossing it to you. Hmm, I wonder. 
Would it change depending on how many shards were put in? Well, I guess we'll see. I'm going to look at other characters, see what, what it does, and see if it's different. Give that to your little friend, he says, nodding the paleo bread man cookie. It's just this size and just the sort of equipment he'll find useful. Feeling somewhat silly, but willing to entertain the request, you move to place the tiny candy cane onto the hardened paleo bread man cookie, only to stifle a gasp when the forlorn inanimate desertion reaches out and snatches it from the grasp. Phew, good thing I didn't eat it then, because then I'd been some sort of monster. The paleo bread man smooth mouth depicted in smudged lines of green and white frosting turns up in its corners to form a truly joyous smile. It's a Christmas miracle! Or whatever they call Christmas around in swift time. It's a your miracle! It's a it's a it's very cold and dark so let's have a party day miracle. Is what they are. Ultimately, go down to, of course, in Southern Hemisphere. It's not like that, but they just imported the holidays anyway into Australia. And it'd just be weird if they decided, actually, actually, we want Christmas in winter, so we're moving it to twenty fifth of June. If like, you can't have Christmas on the twenty fifth of June. Yeah, but Christmas needs winter, so we're having it on the twenty fifth of June. Maybe they should. Hmm. Probably take a lot of strain off of some of the logistic chain trains of the chains of the world if they did that. Well, okay, not a lot because Australia isn't that big, but still, with this round fingerless, fingerless white hand clutch, tightly clutching the candy cane, the the paleo bird man. Swiftens into his small cookie form as once again, as hard and still as stone. The bonus is perf- Oh, he's stone again? I want to hang out with him and have adventures and solve tiny crimes and defeat tiny villains and rescue tiny puppies. The bonus is provided by the play of Bladman Cookie, have each be increased by one. Let's have a look at it again. And then Bradman Cookie. With his somewhat mangled white hand, the paleo bread man is gripping the tiny red and white striped candy cane. That's what's different. Stats increased as we were just told. So it's better to keep the cookie, pretty much. Unless there's one stat you're so focused on that you're willing to give up two of the other stats to get one boost for that. But I don't, don't think I don't think the stat that maybe Neville Reserve might be worth that. But with 82 Neville Reserve, I'm not even using most of it anymore. Mm. Well, yeah, next page. The man in asks, asks if you feel different in any way. You're not going to certain weeds for asking. Oh. No, don't bother about any of that, he says. 
dismissing the inquiry with his wave of his hand. Just a uh, point of interest to me. Much like those little candy bits. Uh, but I think I know more than I need to know, as it is. A sudden, clear, shrill clamour of a small bell from somewhere behind you suddenly makes you jump. You, you turn around to determine the source of the discordant, marginally merited in, only to find... find no one anywhere in sight. The winking bell is a report now inexplicably muffled and distant, abruptly falls silent. You look back to the man, man in the leather hat, hoping to gorge his reaction, but he's no longer there. Taking the hatted stranger's swift disappearance as your cue, well, he, he doesn't have to make sense. He's the man in the leather hat. You decide to set off on your way, eager to find somewhere warm which you might escape the gnawing cold and biting winter wind. With those thoughts driving you onward, you carefully descend the icy track and arrive safely at the base of the snowy hill. We got a, a box surrounded in green. Thank you and Merry Christmas. Thank you for taking part in the 12 Days of Christmas special event. I hope you enjoyed it. May you and yours enjoy a very, very Christmas and a happy, healthy and prosperous New Year. Well, I've already done both. So, thank you anyway. Wishing you all the very best at Christmas and always. That's from Matt, the Game Master at Swift.com. And if I climb the signs of the cabin. And I still haven't picked up. Still haven't cleaned up all that rubbish. Oh, really? There's not even an option. Oh, yeah. Tidy up. Oh, well. I guess that's how you know how many boxes you've opened. No more gifts to open. No, no more reason to go here anymore. Descend the icy path. Travel to the village of Hawklaw. And that's all the mysteries answered. What happens with... What happens with the candy shards if you've eaten the cookie? Hmm. And maybe? Maybe you just... Eat them yourselves? Maybe they don't do anything. Yes, I have to find out with another character. All right, I'm going to pause while I do that. Okay, here's something new. Uh, one of my characters, I didn't get the other half of the silver wing. It appears you missed out on it. So I went behind the blue door to fix it. it. appears you missed out on obtaining the second half of the silver wing during the 2022 12 Days of Christmas special event. Don't worry, it was all the GM's fault. But the glitch will now be corrected. Obtain the missing half of the silver wing. Silver wing half. You'll now be transported back to the cabin for an encounter with the fur-clad goblin. Because that way you can just use the same text all over again. When that encounter is done, you'll appear in the middle of this building. Yep. And it's the same as it was last time. Now we got the wing of joy. And now we get 
Let's just equip Equip it. Take off the wing of gore, perhaps? Yeah, I'll take off the wing of gore. And replace it with the wing of joy. Which is a far more seasonally appropriate wing to wear. And now my stats are stronger. Hey. Has he got the neck thing? Of course he's got the neck thing. Okay, okay. Well now we know what happens. If you miss if you miss your wing. Alright, pause. Now to find out what happens when you eat it. With what? Right, package opened. Suddenly the guy appears. Shows the cookie. Decide to eat the paleo bread man cookie. Mm. Really? I don't know if it's alive or not. Could just be a temporary magic-y thing by the GM. Not, not a permanent magic-y thing. Okay. Oh, of course it's all fictional. Decide to eat the paleo bread man cookie. That is, you announce your intention to eat the cookie, lifting a smirk from the hatted stranger. An interesting choice, he says. Your mind is quite made up, you'd better get to it. That cookie is as hard as rock and utterly inedible before too long. Hmm. I guess another advantage of eating it is it's a permanent stat boot, so if for some reason you were to have all your items taken from you, Admittedly, that's only happened once in the game so far. In Proofgrounds 5, you would still have the stats. But, okay, now I'm going to eat the cookie. Eat the cookie. Crunch! With a single bite, the paleo bread man cookie is no more. As you follow the tiny, sugary mouthful, an intense feeling of warmth builds at the very core of your being and rapidly spreads through your entire body. Your vision momentarily blurs and it feels as if you could fall asleep on your feet. Concentrate on what it is you desire. It's just a sharp voice of the man in the hat. Quickly now, the magic won't linger long. Okay, so M so I can get millerating, stamina points, or never reserve. Which one? Which one? Probably Neville Reserve, because that's just way harder to wise. And of course, a lot of ne if you have enough Neville Reserve, MR means nothing. And one Neville Reserve can restore about 20 SP, so it's obviously worth, worth more than that. But, if you... If you any Neville Reserve you don't use is useless. No, no, I'm going for Neville Reserve. The instant your thoughts turn to the mystical and supernatural, your vision clears and the world around you rushes back into focus. Your Neville Reserve has been permanently increased by three. The Manning 
Man in a hat nods, and asks if you feel different in any way. Yeah, I've got three more Neville Reserve. Don't know where it goes. Though you're not quite certain about his reason for asking, go, oh, don't bother about any of they said. Says, dismissing the inquiry with a wave of your hand. Just a point of interest to me, but I think if I, if I know more than I need to know as it is. Sudden shrill climb of a small bow from somewhere behind you nearly makes you jump, and he's gone. With the, taking the hat, the hatted stranger's swift disappearance as your cue, you decide to set off on your way, eager to find someplace warm, which you might escape the gnawing cold and biting winter wind. These thoughts on your mind, you carefully descend the icy track and arrive safely at the base of the snowy hill. Message from the GM. Do I still have the candy shards? No, it looks like they just disappeared. Hmm. Yeah, they, they just disappeared. Where? Maybe they sneakily decorated my cookie while I wasn't noticing. Yeah, let's just say that's what happened. Ah, well, now we've confirmed. Nothing, nothing extra happens if you eat the cookie. Just what it says on the tin. Alright, to Hawklaw. And... Save. And that is that.